0: Chapter 1 July 1958. A fly buzzed outside the screened window of the Heartbreak Cafe, while inside, a truck driver named Buddy Hamilton sat in a worn booth and nursed his tall glass of lemonade. He'd seen the Waitress Wanted sign in the cafe window for the past month, but he hadn't paid it much attention. Jobs were scarce, but working at the Heartbreak couldn't be anyone's dream come true. Besides, The place with its white and black cracked linoleum and slow moving sailing fan was practically deserted. Right now, it was only him and another trucker, a man he called Shades, in honor of the movie star sunglasses he wore. Buddy and Shades never spoke, but they nodded hello and goodbye the way truckers did with each other. Buddy was starting to stand up and make his farewell nod to the other man when the door opened. Whoa, he thought. As he stood there, trying to keep his mouth from hanging open, a gorgeous blonde woman stepped into the café. Well, not so much stepped as bounced. Then she stopped and pointed at the waitress ad with a red-tipped finger. Buddy had always been a sucker for polished nails on a beautiful woman. Well, hello there, he said in his friendliest voice. She smiled back at him, and his heart raced. He was trying to think of something clever to say when Fred Norris, The middle-aged owner of the cafe came out of the kitchen and saw her. Buddy couldn't help but notice Fred's appreciative look turn a little sour when he saw where she was pointing. The man always said he didn't hire young women because they didn't stay on the job. And this one looked like she couldn't be much past 21. Still, Fred set down the coffee pot he had been carrying and motioned for the woman to take a seat. Buddy sat back down, figuring he should stay around to console the woman when Fred refused to hire her. She was a looker, all right. Now that he saw her up close, he could see she was more wholesome than he'd first thought with her shining golden hair pulled into a sleek ponytail and the ends of her white long-sleeved shirt knotted tight around the waist of her denim jeans. Her cheeks were rosy, and Buddy didn't think she was wearing any makeup. But then he could never tell those things. He did notice she had a bit of what looked like grape jelly on one cuff of that blouse of hers. She probably didn't even know it was there. Buddy enjoyed looking at the woman, but Fred was right. She didn't belong here. He figured she'd taken a break from a cheerleading squad on some college campus. When she got the full picture of Webster Crossing, though, no amount of rah-rah optimism would make her stay. The place was so nondescript that he wouldn't be stopping himself if it wasn't the only place to eat along this stretch of desolate highway. He had almost missed it on his first trip through. He had been driving along comparing the tight barbed wire fences of the Dutton Ranch on one side of the road and the scruffy winter wheat crop trying to grow on the other when he noticed a cluster of buildings a few miles up the road in a slight hollow. It had been hardly worth slowing down for. Not much more than a dozen old clapboard houses. A two-story general store in need of paint. A gas station with one pump. A wide swath of tumbleweeds and the Heartbreak Cafe and Hotel. The cafe sign is what stopped him that first day. But he pulled off the road and read the sign twice. The structure itself was painted dark lavender with white trim, and there were red geraniums trying to grow in a neglected window box. But he didn't see a hotel, unless one counted the rusty trailer peeking out from behind the squat building. Very funny, he'd thought with a dry chuckle, when he finally saw the trailer door had a crooked vacancy sign on it, and striped towels hanging from the porch rail like they'd been stolen from some swanky resort. Elvis had sung his song for just such a place. Not that the blonde was what Elvis had in mind for an occupant of his hotel. She was holding a piece of white paper in her hand, and she announced to everyone in general that it was a resume. She drew the word out and made it sound French. Her name, she said, was Penny Rose, and she was asking about the waitress job. Then she grinned until her teeth twinkled even if there wasn't much chance of it. But he suddenly hoped she'd get the job. He stopped at the cafe three times a week now that he was driving his old flatbed truck along the ribbon of highway that ran along the eastern edge of Montana. He was delivering railroad ties to the crews working on the high line up by the Canadian border. With a steady route, he had saved enough money to make an offer on a small farm he'd found down by Miles City. His offer hadn't been approved by the bank yet, but he could spare a few dollars to take the blonde out to dinner.